0: Hi guys, welcome to the Jacob Buen Show and a happy and blessed 2020 to you. This is our first show for the new year. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Uh, let's dive right in. Today we're going to talk about opportunity. I want to talk to you a little bit about my story and uh, we've done some of it, but also just know today when I talk to you about this, it's it's just me sharing things that I've learned over time, both being a professional athlete, uh, being an entrepreneur, being an immigrant, being a husband and a father, and, and in all these things, it, it, and it always comes down to how we recognize opportunity, and then what do we do with it when we, when we see an opportunity, and, and do we actually, in fact, know how to recognize opportunity? and and then how do we walk it out because ultimately it's about competing we compete and we live in a culture today that just wants to shy away from competing this is probably why the president's you know slogan make america great again or we're going to win again offended some people and, and and typically it's offending the feelers it's offending the offending those on the left for sure uh, because what do you what do you mean we're going to win again you know you also have to be honest with yourself. At times and say I've not been winning. And why have I not been winning? And we haven't. We haven't been winning as a country. And not to make this all about the United States, but it's important to understand how to win. We live in a culture and a society today that hands out trophies for participation. And you get a trophy for showing up for crying out loud. I'm from Africa. I mean, you show up, you're expected to show up. You play hard, you're expected to play hard. You, you do more than your job description or that your position requires, you're expected to do that. You know when you get attention is when you do something extraordinary, as we, when you go above and beyond, as when you pick up the slack, as when you look at another player that's having an off day, and you step in. It's kind of like, it's like, it's kind of like a the the principle God gives us on tithing and giving, paying your tithe. That's expected. That's what we should do. We're instructed to do that. That is just sound God and Kingdom economics 101. You tithe. Why? Because you feed the storehouse why because the storehouse brings others in and it takes care of people and it sends out missions and it helps the needy and the poor and you're being fed there by the way also so you tithe but when you give above your tithe now we're talking about something completely different now we're talking about above and beyond now we're talking about you know What champions and heroes are made out of. Now we're talking about the guy playing injured. Or not taking the credit. Or or helping or stepping in. Or doing more. Or staying late. Or picking up a second assignment. Or second shift. No, not today. Today in culture. We want to be pat on the back for just showing up. And I'll tell you. How I was raised by a single mom. There wasn't any. There just was no time for nonsense. There wasn't physically. There wasn't time to not do your job. There wasn't number one the resource or the finance for someone to pick up after me. Okay, to clean my stuff. Just simple stuff like my room, make my bed. When last did you make your bed? And now look, I'm not judging you. I'm just going to give it to you straight today. If you want to be a winner and you want to be a champion and you want to be able to recognize opportunities in your life and you want to be able to execute on those opportunities and you want to be dependable and you want to be a leader and you want people to follow you, then be excellent because God says be excellent and you'll stand before kings. Then do it yourself. If you're so fortunate to have someone help you, fantastic. I've got an amazing assistant. Her name is Karen. What a help. I've got incredible help from my wife and, and a support team. But every single one of them, and I hope I I believe this is true because I want to be honest with you, and, and I hope they say the same, but every single one of you will one of them will tell you I work. I work. Whether I do a show 1 o'clock in the morning on 3 hours sleep, I work. Because it's what I do. It's what I want to teach my kids. You wake up because you're here to do stuff. You're here to change the world. You're here to get it done. I work. And yes, I've got incredible people that help me. But they're not going to outwork me. Because it's my way of honoring them back. It's my way of saying, you're not, you're not a slave. You're not a subordinate. I'm not going to sit and you carry the weight. Now, I'm gonna, we're going to compete about who's going to carry the weight. And I'm not ashamed to tell you, even with the people on my team, they they got to compete because I'll, I'll go. I'll carry the weight. And yes, that, that sets a high standard for myself, for people around me. And yes, that that can be probably be a little offensive to some people, particularly in this society. My gosh, anything offends people today. I just don't give a rip. I was trained to put points on the board. My dad wasn't in my life when I was young. I had, I had a, foot, a rugby coach come to me as a, I was a six-year-old, and he said, "You need to score." God made you fast by the way fyi he made me fast i don't talk about it often but i uh i was i was i was in my day a world class track and field athlete and a long jumper and and the this coach just looked at a six year old boy and i was playing for the team of the what's called the u9s the under nines, the nine year olds i'm six playing on a team for the nine-year-olds and he looks at me says you have to score like now the next time you get the ball do not get tackled put points on the board it's why you're here i was six i'm not kidding he stood behind me and he grabbed me by the shoulders and he and he literally like moved my body in different directions to show me how i should cut and juke do not get tackled. You know what happened? About 10 minutes later after halftime, I'm running down the left sideline as a wing in rugby. I get the ball. By the way, nobody can block in rugby. So there's 15 guys coming for you. Okay? I pull a guy to the sideline. I step hard on my left leg. I cut to the right. I cut between two guys. And I put it down under the post and I score. And I'll never forget that moment. Because when I walked off the field, he said, You did What I told you to do. And you scored. You are here. Today. On this planet. To put points on the board. It's God putting the points on the board through you. But you have got to show up. And showing up is not enough. No trophy for showing up. When I mean show up. When I say show up. I don't mean be present. Okay. I mean. Show up like. You produce. I don't care what it is. Drive yourself. Get away from this this absolute nonsense where you constantly need external motivation. We're living in a culture today where this culture wants external motivation all the time. How about building some internal motivation? Well, Yaku, what's, what's the incentive? What's the upside for me? You know what the upside is for you? Being an outstanding, incredible human being. Being a great citizen. Being a great friend, a great partner, a great, great employee, a great employer, a great teammate. Internal drive. Hold a high standard. Understand, your performance doesn't get you closer to God or get... Gets God to love you more. That is sacrificial, unconditional, through grace. We are saved. But when you work, when you work hard, when you apply yourself, you are bringing honor and glory to God. Because you're applying the gifts that He's put inside you to produce fruit. It's an attitude. It's why little guys in football, little running backs, little Barry Sanders, little guys in rugby, they're so tough. Because all they know their whole life is how to fight. Because they're not the bigger guy. It's not obvious. This is why cornerbacks in the NFL are by body mass... The strongest, physically the strongest players in the NFL, not the linemen. Weight to power ratio, nobody is stronger in the NFL than a cornerback, a DB, a defensive back. Why? Because they start the game at a disadvantage. The wide receiver knows the route he's going to run, and the DB doesn't. He has to react. And if he's really, really good, he will react faster than the wide receiver and the quarterback knows how to act preemptively and he can get an interception. They are strong. They work. I want you to make a decision to not expect a trophy for showing up. To set a standard for yourself... Where nobody in your life... Sets a higher standard for you. And I'm not talking about... Being your own worst critic... And being hard on yourself... And condemning yourself... With judgment... And now you're ineffective. I'm talking about just... Strive for excellence. You aim for a hundred... You get ninety... You don't beat yourself up. But you got ninety. You got ninety... Most of you, most of us in this country at the moment aim for 70, and we get 50. This is why people ask me, Yaku, in this upcoming election, what do you want to see? I want to see domination. I want to see four or five points. I want to see winning by 60 points, 70 points, percentage that is. I don't want you tomorrow to be to be a good employee. Be the best. I don't want you tomorrow to be a good student, a good athlete. Be the best. I didn't say the most talented. Do you know how, f- how few a time will you find that the most talented is the best? No way. Because there's a weird thing that happens to the most talented. They just don't think they need to work as hard. And then you get a Tom Brady. Not the most talented. Physically. Mentally. Probably the best football brain ever to play the game. But I'll tell you this. Whether you like him or dislike him is irrelevant. As a person, I don't care. But as a football player... Nobody works harder. Nobody dots the I's and crosses the T's better. Nobody knows their opponent better. It's a competition between him and Bilicek. Get out of the mindset that you deserve something for showing up. And then really show up. And let God show off. And share the credit. And be humble. But learn how to compete. It is mental toughness. God, not me, says, as a man thinks, so is he. If I'm going to play a golf game. and, And those that have played golf with me. I mean, One thing all of them will say is. Yaku can hit the ball a long way. Praise God. Glory to God. He gave me that ability. He gave me fast twitch fiber. So whether it is a golf shot. Or a tennis serve, or, you know, sprinting, God gave me fast switch fiber. He gave me quick reaction, he gave me, you know, rapid eye movement, and and, and, and fantastic, praise the Lord, it's all to his glory. So they'll tell you, the guy can hit the ball a long way, but I've played, terrible golf games recently because i just don't play enough and it doesn't matter And you know there's a there's a slogan saying drive for show for those of you that don't know driving means hitting the ball off the tee drive for show and putt for dough you've got to finish i haven't finished well as a golfer lately I, I played with a with a brother peter lewis hit the ball i hit the ball so far but i just didn't score well i just didn't finish well because i just don't play enough it's that simple. Do I have the ability, the talent, to shoot a 72? Yes. The talent is there. The skill is lacking because there's just not enough reps. Talent will not get you there. Talent will get you that far. Talent will get me to hit the ball a, a long way off the tee. But then to finish in golf right now, it's it's a battle for me for where I want to be. I mean, I'm still shooting a good score, but where I want to be is not where I'm at because I just physically do not get enough practice. So when you think, because you're talented, it's going to carry you in life, it will not. It will not. It'll get, it'll get you off the tee a long way. But it's not going to bring it home. You've got to practice it. You've got to put the time in. Put the effort in. You've got to seize every opportunity. And this talk is about opportunity. But I needed to explain to you that it is a mindset that creates a winner. But I will tell you this. If I go on the golf course tomorrow with Tiger Woods. My mindset. I promise you. Is I've got to win. Yeah, it's Tiger Woods. I don't care. It's just another person. I, I, I've I got to win. i got to play my best. If I end up winning. Great. If I don't. Shake a hand. And give kudos. But dang it. I'm going to make it a difficult day for the opponent. Am I saying people who don't win aren't successful? Absolutely not. You very seldomly win. When you win, you savor it. But you play to win. Every time. Because if you don't play to win, you'll never win. And this is not about just sport competition you play to win in life what does that look like having a relationship with my daughters that's winning having a healthy relationship with my wife that's winning because the norm is the opposite the norm is divorce the norm is estrangement with daughters the norm is daughters having daddy issues That's losing. And I'm sorry. If you're there today, you can turn the tide. If you don't have a relationship with your daughters today, am I saying you're losing? Yes, that's losing. You're losing. Your daughter's losing. It's not God's heart. God wants you to have a relationship with your daughters. Turn the tide. Go be a winner. Build a relationship. Humble yourself. Ask forgiveness. Fix it. Go win in that relationship. Win in your health. Take care of your body. Win in your, in your in your in your physique if you if if that's something that's important to you. Win in your finances. Win, it, win at everything you do because you want to be excellent. If you have that mentality, then identifying opportunity will be easier for you. Yes, the talk is about opportunity. We miss a lot of God opportunity and we grab a lot of opportunities that's not from God. And it is definitely tricky to know when is it God and when is it not. So let's tackle that for a second. Let me give you a scenario. Let's say someone calls you with an opportunity it's not something you've ever done you're you're an artist a musician a songwriter and someone's calling you for an opportunity to start a business in you know in something to do with computers and you're, you're semi proficient but that's not your forte now you take that opportunity is that a good or a bad thing well it could be bad because it could distract you from what you're actually called to do that's only if you know what you're called to do. If you don't yet know your calling, then you're going to go after opportunities from an opportunistic standpoint. Can I make money? Can it get me ahead? Now, let's just say you do that. Let's just say that is how you tackle opportunity. You look at finance. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. In God's eyes, you'll never be wrong if you're doing it to His glory. You'll never be wrong if you're seeking His wisdom and counsel. Lord, do you want me to do this? And if you say, Yaku, I just don't hear. I don't know what to do, so I'm going to take the opportunity. Then you better make sure your heart is right. You're doing it for the right reason to bring God glory, and then you cannot go wrong. It may distract you from your ultimate calling that God called you to do, but it in itself is not wrong. Because you're doing it unto the Lord. God will direct you back to your path, your opportunity, what you're called to do. But I would love for you to get to a place where you select your opportunities better, you know why? Because I did a terrible job at it. Because I get opportunities thrown at me constantly, and I in and, and I in earlier years did not do a good job understanding what's from the Lord and what is not. What is a distraction and what is actually brought to advance my calling, my career. And yes sure we can justify just about anything but at the least make sure your heart is right and you're doing it unto the lord to bring him glory to to expand his kingdom to disciple people through it it cannot just be a job ever again in your life can you just have a job for the sake of having a job because that makes your purpose a paycheck and when a paycheck is a purpose you're off track the paycheck is a reward it's a fringe benefit even if you say well Jaco I'm working you know at Burger King flipping burgers this is literally just a paycheck I'm just trying." no Don't make it just a paycheck. You go to Burger King and you go inspire people. And you encourage people. And you share the gospel if you're a believer. And you do more. Go change lives. Now your heart's right. Now it's no longer just a paycheck. Now you really increase. Now you grow in wisdom and understanding. Now God can look at you and go, Oh, I can trust you with more. It's just a paycheck. Then you'll stagnate. When an opportunity comes your way. And you pray about it. And you then make the decision to go for it. You better be all in. You go all in. It's God center and God first. But you go all in. And you ask yourself, can it change the world? Can it make people's lives better? That is a fail-safe test to know, is this from God or not? Satan, the enemy, doesn't want people set free. He doesn't want people empowered. He doesn't want people encouraged. He doesn't want people to grow in wisdom of God. So whenever it is something you're called to do that does any of those things, it's in fact not from the devil. It's not a distraction. It's from God. Is it 100% lined up with your core calling? No, probably not. But God's timing is His timing. He may be teaching you something for your core calling through something else. Like Paul. Paul, go make tents in Tarsus. But you're going to write the New Testament. But I need to train you first. And in making tents, I'm going to train you a skill. I'm going to train you patience. I'm going to train you precision. I'm going to train you how to measure. I'm going to train you how to be symmetrical. I'm going to train you how to appreciate shelter. I'm going to train you how to, you know, appreciate being able to give other people shelter. And oh yeah, I'll talk to you about how to write the most of the New Testament. Be excellent, and you'll stand. For kings, start doing things for yourself. If you're entitled, stop it. Stop it. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody. If that's on your mind, get a grip. Nobody owes you anything, it's all a privilege. All of it. I don't care if your dad is a billionaire and you're in his will and oh my dad owes me. He doesn't owe you jack. The world does not owe you. We love to teach perpetual racism. What does that mean? We want people to be stuck. I want people to be free. If there was racism against your family, you can be a victim or you can be a victor. I want you to choose victor. What does that look like? You acknowledge, yes, racism happened to my family or to me. Yes, it's evil. Yes, it's from Satan himself. But I'm not going to let it define me. I'm not going to let me let it have me be stuck. Have me dwell on it. Oh, someone hurt me. Let me just remind you. Somebody did me wrong. Oh, somebody. And you wake up every morning and you remind yourself of who did you wrong. You're embracing victim mentality. Stop it. Somebody did you wrong. You analyze it. You acknowledge it. You don't have to lie about it. It's real. Oh, somebody did me wrong. They hurt me bad. But I'm not going to be their victim. I'm not going to be nobody's slave. Nobody speaks for me. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to fight and win regardless of being taken advantage of. Those are the stories of giants. Those are the stories of legends. Regardless stories. I made a decision as a 12 year old that I'm going to be a father regardless of not knowing what a father looks like. You can make those critical decisions today, you can set them in stone, but you got to show up. You got to show up. When I played professional sport, I was coaching high school as well because i you know the teams i played for you you know you had to give back in community service and i loved it and i'll tell you when i was a coach i was tough oh my gosh i was as tough on those players as i was on myself as a professional athlete on those high school senior senior high school boys they knew don't show up at practice if you're not ready to bleed Don't show up at practice if you're not ready to give it all in practice. Because you will play like you practice. I told you earlier, I'm playing not the golf I want to play. Why? I just do not have enough time to go practice golf. It's no longer that much of a priority to me. But if I really wanted to score well in golf today, I would have to go practice. The talent is there, but it will only get you that far. The family name may be there, it will only get you that far. This is a real talk. I want you to take stock. Do you behave like you're entitled? Do you think the world owes you anything? Are you holding on to grudges? Or are you in battle, training, tested, fortified to go compete? Whatever it is. And if you're going to compete, then compete. War. Roar in prayer. God send me. God take the nation. God change a heart. God radically shift the school, my classroom, my marriage. Do it, God. I'm available. I'm going to show up. And we'll show up. Make your bed in the morning. Start there. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. One of the top habits of every successful person in the world, they make their bed in the morning. Why can something as simple as making your bed breed a winner? Because you're not expecting someone to do it for you. And habitually, if you do it every morning, you're breeding a habit of just doing the little things right. You walk somewhere and you see a piece of paper laying on the floor, you pick it up. Well, why, Yaku? It's not my job. I'm not the janitor. I'm not the cleaning crew. It's not my job. It's not my job. You're how sick I am of hearing people It's not my job. It's not my job. Pick up the paper. It makes you a better citizen. It makes you a role model. It sets an example. And it cleans the dang place up. If you see a problem, fix it. Or offer to fix it. Do something about it. Make it your habit. Compete there. I want to be the person that helps people the most. It's not why God loves me. And I can't make him love me more. I'm doing it because I want to express an ability he's given me. I want to glorify him. I want to worship him that way. But it's a decision. It's a decision you have to make. Daily, in the moment. Breed habit, breed habit, breed habit. Do you know when do you know when a professional athlete gets an edge on another professional athlete? Because the talent pool is like if you take the top fifty wide receivers in the NFL, the talent level is insanely close. That's why on any given Sunday One team can beat any other team. Because the talent level is so close. So what gives one pro athlete the edge over his direct opponent? The following. You work when he's sleeping. You work when he's resting. You keep going when he takes a break. You put an extra rep in when he's done. You do it with excellence and with focus and dedication. He does it just to do it and get it over with. You cannot lose this way. You may it may look to the world that you're losing, but spiritually in the big picture you're not losing. You're advancing. You're growing. You're getting stronger as a human being. You're becoming a fighter. That doesn't mean you challenge everybody to a competition. Oh, I'm gonna compete with you and everything. It's a mental thing. You tell yourself, "Be excellent, be excellent, be excellent, be excellent, be excellent." There's a job to do. I'll volunteer for it. Well, Yaku, thank you. We've got someone. Okay, that's cool. But I'll just call me because I'll because I'm here. That's what and who you can be i promise you you go do that and then you discover your actual purpose for those of you actually know why god created you if you have discovered that which i have and now you go be excellent in that line you're advancing faster than you can imagine or if you don't know why you're created. You just love the Lord. To just go with what your gut feels. But do something. Do something. All the time. I always say move weight, move weight, like in the weight room. Just move weight. The muscle will grow. You don't need to worry about, So my muscle is going to grow. No, just move weight. Just pick stuff up and put it down. You're going to get stronger. Thank you for listening. I want you to know that you need to ask God. Pray. Seek Him. Ask Him. Is this an opportunity you have for me? See if it lines up with with what you're called to do. If you know what you're called to do, and you know this is a distraction, no matter how good that opportunity looks, do not do it. Because time is the number one resource you cannot get back. You can get money back. You can make money. That's nothing. But you cannot waste time. If you don't yet know what you're called to do, then... Look at the opportunity. Analyze who's involved. Is it healthy? Does it feel good? Am I talented to do it? And then go and be excellent. But preferably know why you are here. Know why you are created. And then filter your opportunities through that lens. Advance the kingdom of God. We're here for His glory. It's all about Him. It's about His people. It's about them being lost and we want them saved. It's about us advancing as a society. But none of the stupid, absolute insanity of a participation trophy. Okay? Or you're settling just to be good. No, go be great. Great. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening. I know it's hard hitting. I know it's in your face. It's because I love you. It's because I want you to see opportunities and run with them and nail it. Put points on the board. Big time. And then, and then go to the next one and the next one and the next one. When you know your calling, apply yourself to your calling. I hope some of this was helpful. Thank you that I could share time with you. This is how we will restore our America because ultimately our America, you know, it's people and we want to restore people. All right. Thank you very much. Share this, please. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Share. This is the Yaku Boyan Show. Tell everybody, I want people to be free. We defend life. I appreciate you. God bless you. Let's talk again next time. You are listening to The Jakub Uyins Show. Together, we will restore our America. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe here and get more information at jakuboyens.com.